Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to address a very delicate topic, people who talk too much at work. <laughs> we'll start with a question from someone whose tendency to overtalk is preventing them from getting promoted. Mm. In the second part of our podcast, we'll consider how managers can support their employees who just talk too much. Wow, I really like this topic. Uh, you know, overtalking can be a real obstacle to moving forward at work, and you may not even know you're doing it. Yes. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's today's question. I've been promised a promotion for over a year at my company, and it just isn't happening. I know that I bring a lot of money into the organization, so I don't understand what the holdup is. Then I noticed that I was being cut out of meetings. That was that was strange because my division is extremely important to my company's success. I asked my boss what was going on and she finally gave me feedback I needed to hear. She told me that I just talk too much and that I over-explain everything, especially in, in meetings. How can I change? Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm a talker, right? You're not as much a talker as I am. I like to talk. But, you know, not in the workplace. Um, right. And, you know, you know, you have to ask yourself, well, how is it that I process information? You know, do I have to talk it through with everybody? Do I have to sleep on it? You know, what is your process? Because if it's that you have to talk it through, mm -hmm. not everybody likes that. Your friends might like it. Or right. You may have one or two coworkers that like it, but people above you usually don't like it. Right. Right. Like talking too much is, um, I mean, usually we respect the people that don't talk because when they do, they say something valuable. Yes. Yeah, no, it's true. And I guess over-talking, I think a lot of times over-talking too can happen because you're enthusiastic about something yeah. or you may be anxious about conveying everything that you think they need to hear. Someone needs to hear about a topic. Or I know some people literally just process out loud, you know, so That's then true. I was thinking exactly. of blah, 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 and so then I tried la, 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 and yeah, and this is how I came to this conclusion. I went through this whole, you know, process to get here. I mean, that's just not that interesting to a lot of people. And by the way, this is not just a woman's issue. There's a mm -hmm. lot of men that do this. Yeah. It's just the personality type. So you know, the higher up you go in the workplace, the less you want to stay also, because I think if you're an over talker and you reach a certain level, then you start to sound insecure. Mm. So you have to get, you have to be careful of it. And so I would imagine that a promotion was not in the cards because this is a very young behavior and it's probably would not fit in the, in a, in a promotion. So it's a, the good news is that you were given this you were given this very valuable information. That's really the good news. Now, how do you stop doing that? Is you just got to learn to bottom line it. 
And, you know, you have your people that you go to to talk things through. Maybe this new boss is terrific at that. Maybe you have a colleague that you can go to, uh -huh. maybe a good friend. But um, that is only, those are the only people <laughs> that you over talk to. And when you go to meetings, you want to be very concise and bottom line it. And that takes a little bit of practice. So you would write that out. You would plan what you're going to say. Um, and then let there be silence. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're an over talk, well, first of all, I think the challenge is that really realizing it or perhaps being told such a, it's such yeah. a gift, right? When a manager or someone lets yeah. you know, because, and it's funny for the people who don't talk too much, I think that they're afraid of offending an over talker because you think that they're going to take it so personally. Cause if someone told you, you spoke too much, you'd be really hurt. But I find that over talkers actually really benefit from the feedback <laughs> to start with. Yeah. And then the second piece is, I think if you are an over talker, like you're saying, you have to constantly tell yourself less is more. Yeah. Right. That if you think you're not saying enough, you're probably on the right track. Mm. And, I, and I like thinking also, like you're saying about preparing, I think that what you want to practice is literally making bullet points mm -hmm. into your paragraphs or turning your paragraphs into bullet points. And you can always say to people, if you have questions, please ask. Yeah. If there's something you want to know more about, I'd be happy to explain, but you'd have to ask. Yeah. Let people come to you if they have questions. Don't assume that they have to hear everything you're thinking. You, yeah, I was going to say, I think another part about being um, over talkers, you may also be a little hard of listening yourself, you know, mm -hmm. that you're not uh, one. Another thing that you could do is really pause before you start talking and make sure you understand what's being asked of you. You know, if someone asks, could we have more information on the such and such account or this particular program or this design to really be clear, say, okay, I'm happy to talk about that. What specifically would you like to know so that you're actually finding out what is required of you versus what you are jumping to offer? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the most important thing is just to be aware, you know, that, that awake, you know, of, of, um, I don't want to turn people off. Well, well actually, let me say another thing. You got to learn to read the room. Like, yes. you know, because if you're an overtalker, you've got to see people glazed or not <laughs> listening, or all of a sudden they're on their phone or they've got to leave the room. I mean, they, they're, they must've been some indications. Uh-huh. Or they put you on mute if you're on Zoom and you know they're doing some other work. That there have to have been indications that you were not picking up. Yeah. And that so you want to be tuned in to your audience, one or ten, whatever it is, you should know where you're losing them. That's such a good point, Kathy. And again, I think to be able to tune in requires that you slow yourself down. That yeah. you know, literally that you may need to take a breath, that you look around the room, that you see who seems attentive. And that even if you see people glazing over, you can remark, I must, you know, maybe I need to cut this short or but you may need fewer words for me or something where you're indicating that you get what 
you're being signaled. <laughs> you see the signals that are being offered to you. Yeah, I mean, even if you're saying less, you should be able to be reading the room all the time. Um, you know, reading the room is definitely a quality that everyone has to work on. Every, you know, look, not everybody's easy to read, but if you've got a couple of people, there's got to be somebody you can, you can you can read, and collectively you can kind of get a vibe. Um, you know, to learn to pick up people energetically where they are is that's a that's an important skill. So I would say you're probably not doing that. Mm -hmm. So slowing down, learning to read your audience, that that's going to take a little time and some skill. Yeah. And, you know, it would be good to have somebody at most meetings where you are presenting and speaking, give you feedback after. Mm, that's a great that's idea. Immediate feedback would, would help you learn, you know, what you might not be doing right. All right. So if you realize that you're an overtalker, you can first prepare for meetings and make sure that you're, that you are saying less than you normally would, that you're really getting to the point of whatever it is you're trying to share. You said to partner with someone and certainly people who can be honest with you about when you're talking too much and to have people with you in meetings that can give you feedback afterwards. And then to read the room, really look around and see are you losing your audience or are you keeping them with you? Yeah. Those are great ideas. So now let's, let's look at it from the manager's point of view. Um, so if you're a manager, if it, the manager's perspective, rather, what if you have an employee who overtalks, how can you support them? And I think this is something that you, you know, as a manager, if you have an overtalker, you're going to have to manage this person. <laughs> you got a big job ahead of you. You got a big job, right. And you're going to have to learn to be honest and let them know, you know, how that is hurting them. And to say, I, I observed you in a meeting and you lost a, a couple of people because mm -hmm. You went on too much mm -hmm. and, you know, I want you to watch so-and-so in meetings and see how they bottom line it. And mm -hmm. I want you to try to, you know, adapt that behavior and also learn how to read your audience. I mean, there's, you know, you have to figure out what it is they're actually doing wrong and then give them direct feedback. Right. And I've really never given this kind of feedback and gotten resistance. Mm -hmm. Usually they're pretty grateful. They know that about themselves they know that they talk more than most people and they may have friends that love that about them, but work is different. So you've got to give direct feedback and stay on it. I mean, this has to get improved if this person is going to, you know, move up at the ladder. So Kathy, does that include, let's say if you're a manager and you're having a one-on-one -on -one meeting with one of your over-talkative uh, staff members, do you interrupt them while they're talking too much and just say, okay, hold on, you've lost me, or this is too much, or can you get to the point? I mean, you don't want to embarrass people. Maybe you can text them uh -huh. if that works, um, or you may have to, you know, depending on how it's going in a meeting and just say, you know, let's hold up a minute. Maybe we can we can get to that later. Let's just give the bottom line here. You know, maybe you can say it in a really nice way mm -hmm. uh, and then give feedback after. But this has to be corrected. I mean, I feel really bad for this person that, uh, you know, for so long, nobody told them the truth. Right. 
I don't know why it's so difficult for people to give that kind of feedback, but it is. Yeah. Well, because I think they assume that it will be taken very, um, harshly the, the, it, so we'll we, just hold the person back we'll stop inviting them to meetings right and maybe they'll leave that's probably what they're thinking yeah but that's that's not very fair and that's not being a manager yeah so i think the manager has to work on this with them yeah what do you think I agree. And I think that it starts, like you said, it should happen early in the game rather than later. And you can, there's so many ways you can position this, right. To say, look, you're so well-informed. You, I, I see you trying to give more than enough information and we have to get you to a place where you're giving just enough and not flooding your audience, you know, right. not overwhelming them and sort of put it in those terms. Like it's the intention is positive they're over informing because they want everyone to know what they're thinking or how they came to a certain decision but the outcome is negative which is that they're turning people off yeah with most of my clients i ask them who in your department is really terrific in meetings and observe them and then why don't you meet with them and ask them if they have feedback for you and how did they learn to do what they're doing and that's usually very productive yeah People don't come, you know, out of the gate being great at meetings. They had to learn. Right. And they may have some tips that you could incorporate. Right. That's a really good point. Yeah. So seek others that are really good in meetings that know how to bottom line it. But this is something that has to be taken care of ASAP. I would not sit on this and think it's okay. <laughs> and it's a really good question because I think this happens to a lot of people where they get sidelined. And they don't even know that it's happening. They don't know what's going on. You so know, maybe that's the other piece is if you are getting the sense that people are turning off to you, that you yeah. definitely need to start by getting someone who's honest to give you some feedback. Yeah, really critical feedback. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at AskK2 and follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to receive our podcast email, text us at 228-28 and type in my crazy office, all one word. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.